This is the Moving Idaho Forward podcast brought to you by Merchants Moving and Storage, an agent of Atlas Van Lines. I'm your host, Ben Ellsworth. Whether you're moving to Idaho, from Idaho, within Idaho, or anywhere in the U.S., Merchants Moving and Storage provides all the services you need to make your move as stress-free as possible. Check us out at www.merchantsmoving.com. In today's episode, we chat with Mia Paulus, a successful entrepreneur and owner of The Center here in Boise, Idaho. They provide outsourced professional services to businesses all over the country, allowing business owners to focus on their expertise and growing their business. They help small businesses and entrepreneurs scale their businesses in an efficient and sustainable way with marketing, financial, human resource, technology, web design, and administration assistance. In this episode, we discuss what is enabling the center to thrive right now in the current business climate. While many businesses are shutting down and furloughing their employees, the center is growing and succeeding in many different ways. We hope you enjoy this conversation with Mia Paulus. Another episode on the Moving Idaho Forward interview series, and uh, we have uh, business expert Mia Paulus on the, the Zoom meeting with us today. And she is the owner of the center. The reason that uh, we wanted to have you on this series is, is I view you as a business expert and you guys are thriving right now and, and all these amazing things are happening for you guys. And uh, it's, it's very contrary to what you see in the news media that everything's doom and gloom and the sky is falling. And so we just wanted to uh, kind of pick your brain a little bit as to what's making you successful and, and uh, what kind of things you're seeing within your industry, but also within the state of Idaho in terms of business in general. Yeah, no, that's great. I love the whole good news network that's going around. I think people are ready for it. They're excited for it. So yeah, no, that's great. So the way I kind of like to summarize it, because we really do a lot of things, is the 80% that makes every business the same is what we do. We look, we have staff to do the services for, we have technology to automate, systematize, and all of that. Because I'm such a believer that it's so important for companies to be focused on what they're, the 20% that makes them great, unique, um, what their their genius and their superpower is. Like to, to keep that competitive edge, I'm a believer that businesses need to stay focused. So we do all of the other services and, and um, that a business doesn't need to focus on. And so they don't need to reinvent the wheel and become an expert in all these departments become the expert in what your, your, your product or service is. So. What are you doing differently as of, uh, you know, the middle of March when all the stay at home orders and, and all that stuff, business obviously shifted significantly. So what are you doing differently that's allowing you to be successful in, in the current climate? You know, I think we're unique in that we were already a virtual work from home company as of five years ago. And so to be honest, like, we're probably of all the different companies out there we're probably the ones that didn't like we um didn't have to shift as much what we're trying to do is teach other companies what we've already done to help them be agile and different if that makes sense because i will i'll have to say like we were positioned in a unique area where we're like we actually had clients coming to us that all of a sudden had to change and shift and and be a little bit more um, agile or um, things that were harder in a brick and mortar, we're able to adapt and make them more virtual. Um, an example is we have an employee engagement program that's um, a large program we do for a large client of ours, and and we develop technology where we implement um, slideshow displays that that push to their break rooms, 
and um, and it's a way to have like employee engagement recognition. It's all just kind of fun stuff, maybe things that are going on in the community or or facts or celebrating birthdays. And and it's been really fun for the employees to see their pictures or their videos on there, things they've created or you know different props they've done to create different things and. But what happens is now with the social distancing in these centers, they're not able to be in the break rooms as much, right? They're not like getting as tight, tightly spaced in there. And so we're adapting where we're like, okay, let's create an app where they can view these slideshows on, on their phone. And so that way, so that's one way we're trying to be agile is really, is really adapting to what our clients needs are to help make them more agile, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. That's really cool. So do you see business uh, do you, well the, the shift in business that's taken place do you see that um kind of being a permanent thing going forward because you know we've read all these different reports about how this is the greatest work from home experiment in the world has ever seen yeah. right and businesses are learning that they can save a lot of money on overhead right they can make their employees um, remote and give them all the tools that they need uh, and, and they're also learning that employees can be a lot more productive from a home office, right? Yeah. So do you think that this is something that's going to be a permanent change or just temporary? You're asking it to the person that like <laughs> loves <laughs> virtual work from home. So I hope so. Like, I mean, obviously there's certain companies that it's hard, but for a lot of companies out there, I believe that it is, um, you can have so much more productivity, so much better work-life balance. You have it becomes a win-win for both. I mean, because we have times when a client, we have to jump on at midnight, somebody, and, and they don't have to go into the office to go fix the problem for the client. Like, it allows us to have everything be a win-win-win, a win-win for the customer, a win-win for the employee, and for us as the employer. And so, like, I hope it sticks. And I think because, I mean, look at community pools aren't opening in the Valley throughout the summer. And, like, this, if, if things are going to just open up wide stream, like in the next month, I would say probably things would go back to the way they were. But because I can see this extending as far as like some modification of it through the end of the year, I really believe that there's things that are gonna stick. And, and some of it probably is unfortunate and there's some that I think is going to be, it's necessary, it's been needed. And people are using this as a, as a time to shift because people are gonna be more okay with change than they would have been if they were the only company to lead the charge in it, right? And so, um, I do. I, I think it is going to change, and, and if I would love to ins help inspire people, and if there, if there's anything that they have a question or concern on why it might not work for them to be virtual, like I, you know, I'd love for them to direct message me or whatever. I would love to help them in that area because I really feel called to just give back during this time because, like I said, we were positioned in a unique spot five years ago. We were already virtual, and so my whole leadership team, we feel called to really serve in any way we can and, and help businesses be agile and adapt and um, whether that's you know just our free voice of consulting or whether it's helping them with the services that we have so yeah that's awesome that just brought up another question for me so um, I've known you for years and I, I firmly believe that our external worlds are you know whether that's business or relationships or, or whatever finances they're a direct reflection of our own inner life, right? So what personal philosophies do you hold on to, do you uh, subscribe to that impacts not only your business, but your, your outside world in general? 
guy knows what questions to ask a visionary. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is like gold questions for somebody like me. You know, I'm a very passionate person. So like um, my personal purpose has always been to be true to my purpose and then inspire others to be true to them themselves and, and really become the best version of themselves. Like I'm a believer that there's businesses are spiritual in nature. Like so many people don't want to use that word as like a, a term with business, but to me, spirituality is just, connecting your mind and your heart together to help make decisions. And, um, and when you think about like why people leave businesses or people um, quit jobs or whatever it is, it's like, it's because they don't feel valued at work. And so, so as much as people and businesses want to try to put a client fine line between the touchy feely and business, like you're going to lose people if you don't do that, because that's why people want to come to work. That's why they want to stay with the, the job that you, the, the business that you have. Um, what was the original question? Did I answer it? I could probably keep going on. Yeah, well, just just like what what are some of the um, the personal beliefs or the the personal philosophies that drive your business? That you know, because like I said, um, your your businesses and the success that you're having is obviously a reflection of your inner world, your your personal way of being. So, what are some of those uh, specific philosophies that that uh, drive your success and drive your uh, your behavior? Yeah, so um, what I just mentioned was the purpose. So there's three areas that I, I feel like drive any company's um, uh, success. And this is actually something I'm actually almost done with a guide on is, is what's your purpose? Why did, why, why did you get started? You know, what was your origin story of where you came? The other one is the vision of what you have, of where you want to go in the company. And that to me is we're trying to simplify the human experience through business. So everything we do, we know that if we simplify business, we're going to simplify the owners and the employees, and that's going to trickle down to the communities that people work with and the world and and that's through entrepreneurship i'm a believer that that's how we can change the world so people that are looking at politics and all this stuff it's really if you want to change it do it through the, the companies you work for or the businesses that you have um, so that's that that's my vision of the company that we have and then the core values is the other element that i think are the guiding principles that that change our organization and because i love them so much i'll just tell it list you really quick because that really i think yeah. That's the framework for our company. And just like that sets the framework for our company, other companies need to make sure they have a clear, uh, clear framework of what their principles are, because that's really their culture. That's what they're, they're creating. And that's what's going to get people working for them. And so for us, it's do the right thing. And I, I believe we all have a conscience. We all, you know, we all have this thing that, that drives us to make good or bad decisions. And so we want, we want to empower our team and help them make choices and not micromanage them. And, and really um, let them be creative beings that we all are. So um, do the right thing, embrace the uncomfortable, that's our second value. Um, I'm a believer that change happens through that and so many companies don't. And so if anything, that's probably what has allowed us to really not have to make huge shifts is because of that. A lot of companies don't embrace that. And so if they're willing to embrace the uncomfortable and say, okay, and a good example is I heard that Trader Joe's doesn't wanna offer online pickup or in-store pickup or online or online ordering and I thought okay so are they just focused on what their internal mission statement is and they're not focused on what people want and people are needing because to me like they're missing the mark and they're gonna they're they're going to that is if people if they're more hung up on their own internal this is who we are and I'm not going to change like they're gonna get they're gonna get left behind because they're not looking at what do your customers want who do they want and so that's a big thing is, is do what, do what your customers want. Like, don't be so hung up on this is who we are and I'm not changing. Um, yeah. And then the third is um, get it done. And this is a, a, a core value that was created from, we were very people driven and we, we were small enough that we could be just kind of, everybody had what they needed to do in their head. 
And then we became very process-driven company where people were like debilitated to move if we didn't have a process. And it's like sometimes you just have to get it done and that creates the process. And then you can start to refine it and make it better. And so that's kind of where the get it done is, is there. Because like we have so many different clients that if we try to hone their process before we do the work, it's not going to help the client out, right? So, and then the fourth one is um, build people up. And this was a, a, something that happened when we had to do some, some hard things within the organization and shift some things around. We realized that the people and the team is what made this company great. Like we as a leadership team didn't have to do a lot of the work because everybody was out there building everybody up and, and keeping the company strong, even though we had to make some of these decisions and choices. And so I think those can, those same core values can be attributed to other companies that are looking to be like, how do I make it through this tough time? How do I, you know, how do I make a difference? So those are literally, it's that purpose, that vision, and then those values that have really, that make our company be able to shift and adapt. And that's what I love about your core values and, and um, uh, the principles that you have set your company up on and, and that you guys abide by, because that's basically what, what it's proving to me is that as you um, focus and, and change your way of being, all of the results will take care of themselves. So I, I love to see like a, a personal, you know, a, a live example of, of how that works. So rare. Like, why are we rare? This should not be the case. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. Well, and, 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 you know, you do see a lot more of that in, like, if, if you're on LinkedIn, uh, it just seems to be, you know, people are becoming more vulnerable. People are willing to yeah, share I, their soul and, and, you know, um, like, um, gravity payments and, you know, the, the things that they're doing. And like, there's just so many positive things. And I think people are starting to realize that there's, there is a spiritual connection to business and, and making money and, yeah. And, you know, you don't have to separate them. So well, and I'll tell you this. So when, when all this stuff happened, we had one of our really large clients, how this, this time period affected us was we had huge payments that were stalled. Like this client already had 45 day terms. So we put our cash flow out 60, 75 days from when we did the work. And that's like, can really put you in a tight spot. And it, and it did like, we had to kind of work things around a little bit. And, and like, we had employees coming to us and we're like, how can we help? And then can I work less? And can I, you know, like when you have that culture, like again, like they're coming to you saying, how can I help or how can I, what can we do differently? And it's just, it's, it's amazing. It, uh, and it actually makes sure when you go through hard times like this, if you set it up for success, it actually makes the team stronger. I'm like, man, I need to do this stuff more often. Or just, I'd prefer not to, <laughs> but like, but uh, it's just crazy when it is set up right. It actually, it bonds people together stronger. And that's what people are after. They're not looking for a perfect company without any, any issues or hiccups. Like they're looking for people that are going to do the right thing for the people, you know, and not just all about profits and the short-term gain. And that's where I yeah. think the investor world um, kind of threw things the backwards way. You know, you take care of your investors, you take care of the short-term gain before you look at the long-term gain. And so it's, I don't know. What have you found like in the Valley? Have you done any of the, how many interviews like these have you done? Uh, this is, you're actually only my second interview. Um, I've got a bunch scheduled, but you know, I'm, I'm well connected with like Clark Krause, uh, the Boise Valley Economic Partnership and some of the commercial real estate folks in the area. And so there's a lot of positive things going on in the Valley, you know? And I think that uh, when you were just talking, I was thinking about how important perspective is on, uh, you know, just in life in general, right? And you can get caught up in um, different points. Like, you know, um, we, we look at the, the coronavirus issue 
and we think um, this shouldn't be happening. Well, the reality is it is happening. And so rather than saying, why is this happening to us? We can actually change it and say, why is this happening for us? And if you compare today's crisis with 12 years ago with the real estate crisis and the recession that we had, businesses and government people in general have realized that, you know, basically like we can't do the things that we did 12 years ago where people were taking care of their investors and their companies first and they were laying people off like crazy. And yes, I know that we have a, a huge um, unemployment rate right now. It's pretty, you know, pretty uh, saddening to see that, but we didn't have the things in place and we didn't hear about businesses like Amazon and Google and all these other companies that are uh, pledging millions and millions of dollars to take care of anybody affected by this crisis, whether it's through unemployment or hunger or whatever, right? So I think that, you know, when you, when you can learn from things and you can ask better questions like, why is this happening for us? Or what's the gift in this opportunity? It changes our perspective. And when you can change your perspective, you can see just how many amazing opportunities are actually available right now, you know, despite what, what uh, other people are saying in the media. And it makes you shift. Like how many of those people that are unemployed are like, you know, I've been wanting to start this business for a long time. I'm going to start this business now. And I just need somebody to help me. How many, you know, and, and also the companies that are maybe wanting to hire back some of those that maybe we'll have them relook at their culture and what things um, they could do differently because, if they're making more money on unemployment, the only thing that's going to get them back to work for you is because they love working for you and they're behind the mission and they're behind what you're doing. And so like, so you have to now look at like, what is it that I offer this employee? Because I can tell you, it's not all about the money with employees. You don't believe how many you surveyed everybody in our company. I can tell you, yeah, everybody is there. It needs money and, and, and um, to work, but people would value that culture and, and, the, and what you're, the company is striving for so much so yeah yeah i totally agree with you so i know that you know as a business owner your time is uh, extremely precious right you have very limited time but then when you throw six kids it's six right seven seven so. oh oh yeah so <laughs> my my wife and i we have seven kids too you know we're a blended family as well so we have seven kids between us too it'll so, take long to get to seven when you blend so. yeah yeah well so <laughs> what do you do to take care of yourself personally obviously we've covered some of your own personal values and beliefs and and philosophies but what do you do on a daily basis to take care of yourself to make you the best mom to make you the best business owner yeah and i love this so I'm the first one to say I fall short every day. Like I'm not going to be, I'm not the one to be the expert. It's like, I wake up at four every morning and this is my routine and it all goes perfect every day because like I woke up at four the other morning and literally my kid wakes up at the same time too. Like, I'm like, I need to get up. I need to write this stuff. And like the kids have a sixth sense when you like wake up. And so like it just be okay with not having every day be perfect on what you want. It doesn't mean I don't strive for like my morning routines and my goals and my my things that uplift me. So I always try to do like my, my prayer, my scripture study every morning. And sometimes it's not until I get my office when I can do it because like I was up late or I didn't sleep well, or as a visionary, I get up sometimes at two, three in the morning because that's when my brain is the freshest. So I think my, my thing is, is like, don't beat yourself up for, it doesn't mean don't have goals and aspirations and, and, and try, but like, 
uh, I think so often we try to like follow these experts like, oh, but what the experts are doing isn't working for me. Like I always look at my own self, my own situation, my own thing that I'm going through at this stage. Like I have seven kids. Eventually I'll be able to do that perfect yoga morning routine with meditation and all that. Um, but uh, I, it doesn't mean that I don't do those things to fill me for sure. But as, as a mom, you gotta be a little more creative, you know? Sometimes it's the car ride somewhere and I'm putting in my earbud and I'm listening. Sometimes it's just music. And I'm like, I can't even listen to another podcast because my brain is so fried. So I'll just tune out to music. Or sometimes I'll put a podcast in or I drive somewhere because it's like that fulfills me. And um, one more thing I'll mention is one thing I've really learned as a visionary now that I'm kind of out of the weeds and, and really folk meant to really see the, the long-term game and where we're headed is I realized just how much I physically have to take care of myself too and, and really um, make sure my brain is crisp and clear. So it's no longer about just, oh, do I look good? You know, it's like, no, it's, it's a necessity to make sure that I'm, I'm trying, being active and trying to keep my, my brain clear. Before the coronavirus, I made sure to go every morning on walks and then I was at my mom's and I kind of threw it off, but I, um, but I do a lot of house projects. So that like, that's like a lot of my physical way of doing things too is, is I love to paint and rip down walls and like, it's cause I'm at a desk all the time. So that's my, my outlet to, to kind of clear my brain and be creative. And so find your own thing. Like I'm such a believer, you know, so many people are like, we gotta follow this expert. No, we all have our unique situations, all of our own unique, um, I don't know, just what, we're all unique beings. And so do what works for you and just understand that what works for you now might not work for you in a month. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that you're right, being flexible and understanding that there is no perfect way for everybody. There's no one size fits all. And also, every day is going to be different. So as long as you are embracing the unknown and, and loving yourself in such a way that no matter what happens, you're going to take care of yourself and, and it's going to help you be your absolute best, you know, yeah. so... And have A players around you. Like, if you don't have people to take things off your plate, like I have an executive assistant, I have a C-level team. I know everybody can't have those types of like A-level people to just keep you free, but get there as soon as possible as a business owner. It makes your life so much easier. Yeah. It, um, yeah. Have a good team around you. And if you don't, like like our company is a great solution to help give you that team and support. But Yeah, exactly. And so with that, how do people get a hold of you? Um, they can go to our website, thecenter.com, spelled C-E-N-T-R, so no E between T, T and R, the Latin version of center, thecenter.com. Um, they can also, um, let's see, I probably should have had that figured out, but yeah, they can email me directly, Mia at thecenter.com would be great. I'd love to, if they have a question for me, I would love to just be able to respond. I'm actually at this unique spot where my job is to actually get out and talk to people and and I would love to hear the experiences, the struggles that business owners have in the Valley. I will literally send, give you my time in that. Like if I need to do a, an audio voice recording and send it back to you or a quick video or, you know, I'll just, um, I would love to give my time to different business owners that maybe have some things that they're struggling with because that gives me insight into the community. And um, I also realized I, I'm at this point now where I want to figure out how to plug into Boise more as well because we do, we're, we're nationwide and we have clients all over. And, but I, I'm such a believer that you need to um, give back where you stand. So just like all my employees that are throughout the US, I want them to give back in their communities where they're at. And so I'm trying to do a better job at that. So if even if people have different opportunities for me to help plug in within the community and give back, I would love that. Like that is my role now 
um, as the visionary and and um, so. Thanks for joining us on Moving Idaho Forward. To learn more about Mia and her business, check out their website at www.thecenter.com. That's www.thecentr.com. Join us next time as we continue to discuss amazing things happening in business, real estate, banking, development, and technology within Idaho. This is the Moving Idaho Forward podcast brought to you by Merchants Moving and Storage.